Hello and welcome to another episode of VMware Cloud on AWS Unplugged. I'm your host, Bill Roth. Today, we are talking about VMware Cloud on AWS automation. With me is my esteemed colleague, Eric Gray, uh, who's in technical marketing for VMware Cloud on AWS, as well as Santosh Kumar, who's a product manager for automation and APIs, which is awesome because I love APIs. So let's get started. Um, Eric, so VMware Cloud on AWS is a kind of a fully managed service. Tell me about automation. Why do customers need to automate it? And what you let's be and maybe be specific about what we mean by automation. Yeah. Hey, Bill. Good to be here. Good to talk with you. You're right. I, it, VMware Cloud on AWS is a fully managed service, and that is one of the huge benefits of putting your vSphere workloads in the public cloud running on the AWS infrastructure. And so of course, VMware takes care of the lifecycle management of your SDDC, absolutely. You know, if you're on-prem, a lot of our longtime customers, they've cooked up all kinds of ways to automate patching, updating, upgrading, monitoring, all of their ESXi hosts running in their vSphere data centers. Good news is with VMC, VMware takes care of that part of it, but there's still a lot more that a customer would want to automate. And first of all, you can stand up your SDDC through automation. Of course, the, you know, the first few times you go through it, you're probably going to want to use the web interface and, uh, you know, click through it and really get a feel for what the options are. But as you uh, progress through your uh, journey of using VMware Cloud on AWS, you'll find out that it's just as easy with a few lines of code to deploy an entire SDDC on bare metal running in the cloud, literally within hours, a couple hours or less. Uh, so getting it up and running quickly in a reproducible way is one benefit, but then also because you can do that, now you can plug into any of your automation frameworks that you wanna use, open source frameworks or other uh, DevOps tools, these kind of things. So all that, plus the ability to describe all these infrastructure operations as code, store them in source code control, back them up, share them with your colleagues, have them available for auditing. Those are all the things you get when you start looking into automation for VMware Cloud. Got it. So how does this relate? I mean, tell me, you know, for the long time VMware user, they're going to have knowledge of things like vRealize automation. Uh, talk to me a little bit about that is, um, if I'm a long-term, long-time VMware customer, how should I think of it? Hey Bill, uh, this is a, a Santosh show. Yeah. First of all, uh, I'm super excited to talk about uh, automation for VMC. Uh, we have done a lot of good work in the you know, last one and a half years on automation, and I'm happy to share uh, some details here as part of this podcast. Um, so to answer uh, your questions, so a few things uh, we are seeing in the market. So first of all, if you 
think from a user perspective, our user personas are evolving. We are seeing our users are looking for modern tools and they want to do fast automation. So infrastructure as code has become a new trend, as you know, in a public cloud. Uh, so we are looking into all this trend and uh, uh, for VMC uh, on AWS, uh, uh, we are building new uh, tools and also helping customer to how to use those tools in more effective ways and in new ways. Um, so when you think from uh, you know, existing customers, our approach is uh, first of all, uh, you know, to provide them flexibility to use whatever tools works best for them. And then we are also enabling them to leverage their existing tools and skill sets to manage hybrid and you know, potentially multi-cloud infrastructure. And this is really important. You mentioned what we realize, um, uh, you, you know, customer might have automation code uh, using Power CLI or using API and SDK directly. So customer can bring that code and start using that code to manage hybrid and multi-cloud environment. So this is also a big differentiator when you think from uh, you know, industry perspective for us, we are not asking our existing customer to relearn new technology or build a new skill set. We are providing or helping them to use the existing skill set with some minimum uh, changes. Got it, that makes sense. Now, I think you've talked about Power CLI and you talked about a lot of this and APIs are playing kind of a really big role. I know you mentioned, is there something you'd like to maybe say about kind of your API first uh, approach for this and how it informs how automation shows up as VMware Cloud on AWS? Yeah, absolutely. And first of all, API is our core focus. And as you mentioned on development side, uh, we have API first approach. So we build REST APIs first for new feature, and then we build UI component. So API is super important uh, for us, with, uh, for VMC, as well as all VMC services. And then uh, related to that, we are also making good investment in a developer onboarding and simplifying learning experience for developer when they want to learn about APIs and consume APIs. So recently, we also launched a new portal called developer.vmware.com, and I can talk maybe more details later, uh, but we are allowing developers or users to discover APIs quickly and start consuming those APIs. Excellent. Um... A lot has been made around um, infrastructure as code. And I was always fascinated by this. Um, that seems to be kind of a direction. You're starting to do have an infrastructure as a code model for VMC. Say a little bit more about that. Yeah, absolutely. And this is something, uh, you know, becoming a common trend uh, in industry. And we are hearing about infrastructure code a lot from our, uh, especially larger enterprise uh, customers. 
So VMware strategy for infrastructure as code is very broad. Um, so we have a number of tools we provide for our customer uh, as part of Desire State best tooling, uh, starting with uh, VRA Cloud. This is the tool, uh, which is the, this is the product which we launched recently, and this is an add-on for VMC customer. And then we have a number of uh, Terraform provider for VMC and VMC services, uh, starting with, uh, uh, you know, VMC Terraform provider that allows our customers to manage STDC provisioning and lifecycle. Then we have NSX provider to help our customers to manage networking and security layer. Um, and then vSphere provider is uh, another provider which is managed by community, built by HashiCorp, but VMware is a major contributor now to the provider. And a customer can use vSphere provider to manage their VM lifecycle in VMC environment. And then we also have, you know, community-based Ansible models for vSphere provider. Um, so, you know, we have a number of tools for infrastructure as a code, and we are, again, going back to our approach, we are providing flexibility to customers to choose a tool which fits better for their business requirement. Perfect. So, it sounds like we've got quite a deep product offering. Let me switch over to Eric. What would you recommend if someone's new to VMC and VMware Cloud on AWS automation, how should they get started? Well, you're right, there's a lot. There's a lot to learn. And if you're just starting out, it can seem a little bit overwhelming. There's documentation and blogs and YouTube videos everywhere. Uh, we've actually, let me put in a plug for this uh, new technical resource for VMware Cloud. It's called Tech Zone. You can find it easily via your favorite search engine. And this is a, a place where we're really gonna be consolidating on all kinds of technical resources for VMware Cloud. And we've got an automation section there. So if you're listening to this, you can just uh, go over to VMware Cloud Tech Zone, click on the top bar there, there's an automation tab. And we've got three new videos there that are perfectly targeted for those that are just getting started. You know, um, for example, we've got a how-to video on the API Explorer. We're using a lot of REST APIs here. And if you're not familiar with the REST APIs and, and how exactly to form those parameters, you just don't really know how to get started, this is built into the product. You don't really need to do anything other than log into the console, navigate over to that those developer tools, look through there, browse through there, get some ideas of how you can do that. Now, if you want to go to the next step and really try something from your own laptop or, or integrate it with some other automation workflow, then you're gonna to need to learn a little bit about authentication. And right now, the way we do that is through something called an API token. And if you've never really jumped into the world of cloud services, you might be accustomed to username and password for authenticating, say against your vSphere environment with, with Power CLI. And uh, we do it a little bit differently in the cloud. It's very common for cloud services to operate on tokens. And so, you know, we got a little demo video there on and how to go about getting the token and how to set that up in Power CLI to do your first uh, couple of operations. And then the other new video there is how to use Postman. And this is a very well-known tool for developers. Uh, it's really designed for developing and testing REST APIs, very easy to use. And we've got a demo video up there that you can, so you can just quickly go from zero to pretty familiar with using Postman, cover authentication and all that. So, that's the first thing I'd recommend. 
And then the next thing I would suggest to folks that want to learn more about VMware Cloud Automation is through the hands-on labs. Hands-on labs are incredibly popular way to learn about VMware products and services. And we have a new hands-on lab coming out that's specifically focused on VMware Cloud auto Automation. In fact, whenever you're listening to this podcast, it may not even be available. It's scheduled for release the end of this week, so around August 28th. Uh, you should be able to find it. I'll tell you the, the lab ID, it's 2187-04. And that's going to cover Power CLI as well as DCLI and Terraform. So you heard Santosh talking about Terraform a minute ago. Maybe you have heard of it, don't really know what it is, how it works. You can get over to that hands-on lab and click through some simulations and really understand the benefits of this infrastructure as code framework. And you know, once you go from there and you've got the basics and you, you've seen it with your own eyes and you've done a couple experiments, then you can branch off into uh, learning more about individual APIs to accomplish the, the goals that you have for your own use cases and workflows. Thank you, Eric. Lots of great stuff there. We'll make sure that techzone.vmware.com uh, gets into the show notes along with the new hands-on lab. Uh, those are great. Just type in hands-on lab and it'll take you uh, in your latest, in your, in your favorite search engine, it'll take you to that. A great way to get started on both automation for VMware Cloud and AWS, but really for almost any VMware product. So Santosh, uh, you had a recent blog about next generation developer experience. Um, is this something that our VMware Cloud and AWS customers would be interested in? Yeah, absolutely. So as I mentioned, we'll launch a new API documentation portal called developer.vmware.com. And we have made API discovery uh, very easy for our users and customers. And Bill, this is also based on user feedback. So we are listening to our customer user feedback and reacting to that. So one of the pain points, what we have heard from our customer is that you know, API discovery was complicated or it was taking more time. And so we have solved that problem with this new portal. portal. So I would highly encourage listener to go to developer.vmware.com and use the portal and also provide feedback. So there is a feedback button within the portal. You can use that feedback button and put your comment and we are monitoring that comment on a daily basis. And we really um, appreciate any feedback coming from the community. Uh, then, uh, you know, going back to developer experience in general, uh, we are taking a very broad perspective at VMware uh, to make automation easy for our developer community and customers. So we are redefining the way we you know, build our automation tools and APIs. So there are lots of good things in our roadmap pipeline. And in the next you know, few quarters or months, you know, the community can see all the new things getting, releases, getting released. So I'm super excited about this area. Excellent. Um, so how has VMC and AWS standardized on REST or are there still kind of other kinds of SDKs available? Is everything REST or but tell me kind of how that's going to evolve? So this is a great question. So first of all, uh, as I mentioned earlier, API is core focus for VMC platform um, as well as VMC services. 
and most of our APIs today based on REST standard. Um, and all the new features what we are building that uh, that is uh, built on REST APIs. We do have, uh, if you look at vSphere side, uh, we do have SOAP APIs um, on vSphere, uh, but we are uh, constantly making changes and making it easy to use uh, for user. But all the new features are built by using REST APIs. And we have a number of SDKs for customers to use. So for example, we have SDK for Python. So if you are a Python developer, so you can use our SDK, which is on GitHub. Um, if you are a Java developer, then we have Java SDK for you. And then we are also working on Go SDK, which will be released uh, soon. And then uh, again, when you think about uh, automation onboarding, it's, uh, this is another problem we are trying to solve. And we are creating developer content, how to use SDK. And we are also have, you know, creating samples and examples for APIs and SDK for, um, uh, for developers so that they can easily automate and integrate with VMC uh, platform. And there are a number of resources today uh, as part of GitHub, as well as if you go to VMware Flink, uh, there is a now Python client for VMC, uh, super easy to use. I would highly encourage uh, people who are interested in using Python, go and try out this client on VMware Flink. And there is a YouTube video also how to use this client um, uh, uh, from the Flink. Uh, and then uh, we have a number of uh, you know, blogs to learn about uh, different resources available for our developer and customers to use REST APIs and SDK. Awesome. Uh, as somebody who works on Python and uh, you know, a bunch of stuff like that and who really appreciates having REST APIs for a lot of stuff, I do, that's a, Great news, and I'm sure it's great news for uh, most of our developers out there. Uh, turning to Eric, um, speaking about the down and dirty, Power CLI has always been a favorite. You know, there's some vSphere tech folks just can't get enough of it. Um, it's, it's pretty much the same for VMC. Oh yeah, Power CLI is a big favorite, has been for many years for a lot of our uh, IT pros that are looking for ways easier ways to get things done in vSphere. And, you know, VMware Cloud on AWS is no different. We have a lot to offer there and more and more keeps coming. You know, uh, earlier this year with the release of PowerCLI version 12, we added a bunch of new commandlets that, that make managing your VMC environment a lot easier. You know, there's a couple different ways to accomplish tasks using PowerCLI, uh, which is based on PowerShell, obviously. Um, some, sometimes there are more advanced things that a customer needs to accomplish uh, that it's really not available in a commandlet, in a, a nice, easy to use commandlet with a, a few parameters that just does all the hard work, heavy lifting for them. Uh, so there's a lot of things that they could do and they were doing by creating their own functions and their own you know, special, more elaborate interfaces into VMware Cloud. Uh, but as we put out more and more new releases of PowerCLI, we add more of these commandlets to really just give them direct access to those uh, capabilities that they need. So they don't have to become expert 
programmers and really learn the ins and outs of the back end. They can just, uh, you know, use one of those commandlets, supply a few parameters, of course, authenticate with a token before that. And then, then they're up and running and they're, they're off. Excellent. So anything new coming up? Anything you can share without uh, getting yourself in trouble with legal or revenue recognition? Yeah, yeah. You know, we don't like to make any promises about uh, what's coming in the future, of course, standard policy there. But, uh, you know, you, you probably saw, like I was just saying, we, we like to add, add and enhance the commandlets to PowerCLI to make our customers' life just that much simpler, just ready to go ready to use. So as we add more and more features and capabilities and options with VMware Cloud on AWS, we're going to be adding new and enhancing uh, existing commandlets to accommodate that. So for example, you probably saw recently we had a, a pretty big announcement around a new host type called i3, uh, i3 metal EN. And then, um, so, so of course, we're going to have to accommodate that to make it really easy to consume that, that new kind of host that has uh, you know, a lot more storage, better performance. And so those are the kinds of things we're doing. And, you know, making it easier for them to to go in there and let's say they want to manage their uh, elastic DRS policies because they uh, have standardized on certain uh, behaviors and policies for their across their SDDCs. And they want to be able to do that uh, programmatically. So we're going to keep doing that kind of thing and just make it more and more easy to use, more and more seamless between PowerCLI uh, for vSphere and for VMware Cloud on AWS. Excellent. So, Santoshi? Yeah, go ahead. I want to add one quick comment on PowerCLI. Um, so, you know, it, this is the tool which is uh, widely used uh, among our customer base. And uh, if you are using PowerCLI today in on-prem environment, and if you have PowerCLI script or you have a automation built based on PowerCLI, you will be able to use or leverage the same script and, uh, in VMC environment. So you don't need to rewrite your automation from the scratch. And this is really a big value add to uh, our customers. Um, and we are also helping uh, or creating documentation uh, for our user um, that will help uh, you know, existing users to transition from on-prem infrastructure management to more hybrid and multi-cloud infrastructure management. Excellent. So I think what we hear is there are a ton of resources out there and you can really squeeze a lot of the admin work out by automating a number of different ways uh, across our platform. Um, and uh, so I'll, I'll, I'll close and just reminding uh, our listeners, techzone.vmware.com. Also, um, you can also check out developer.vmware.com as well as hands-on labs. Those hands-on labs are great things to uh, try out a painless way to try out VMware software, especially VMware Cloud on AWS. So for my esteemed colleagues, Eric Gray and Santosh Kumar, this is Bill Roth. Uh, and this has been another episode of VMware Cloud on AWS Unplugged. Our senior producer is Sonali Desai, executive producer, Mr. Ivan Oprenchuk. Thanks and keep those cards and letters coming.